Hey guys, David Reeves here. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Hope you enjoy. And remember, you can catch a new episode every Wednesday at noon central on all your streaming devices. Most of these podcasts have visuals, so if you want to see the entire video, check them out at creationsuperstore.com. They're available on DVD or digital download. All right, let's get to it. Hello, I'm David Reeves, host of Wonders Without Number. In each episode, we talk about breaking discoveries in science, which reveal that our Creator, the God of the Bible, has left a pattern of His fingerprints throughout the universe. Check out our other resources at davidreeves.com. Sign up for email updates to have encouraging nuggets sent straight to your inbox. Subscribe to our free monthly magazine and like us on Facebook for daily inspiration and education regarding science and the Bible. Joining me is an emergency room physician who analyzes prophetic patterns he finds all throughout the scripture and relates that to the scientific fields of discovery, including what he calls the body codes. Let's find out more right now on Wonders Without Number. Welcome to Wonders Without Number. I'm David Reeves, and today we want to inform and inspire you regarding the wonders that we find literally all around us. An infinite number of wonders that point us directly back to our Creator, the God of the Bible. You know, God's fingerprint can be found everywhere, from the farthest galaxy in the cosmos all the way down to the microscopic world of genetics and DNA. But you know what? Ultimately, all scientific fields are drawing us closer to an understanding that the universe shows design, not accidental chance. That includes you and me. You are wonderfully made, just like the Bible says. And we want to give you the tools that you need to defend your Christian faith. So we're going to kick it off right now with this week's Heavens Declare. Have you ever wondered how you can hear my voice or any other sound? Our sensitive ears can pick up the faint whisper of the breeze, the buzz of a bee's wings, or the patter of rain on a puddle. Now, these same ears can withstand music blaring in our headphones, a baby screaming, or a car backfiring. How is this possible? Well, here's the short, simplistic version of how your ears work. See, sound travels on sound waves. These waves are collected by the outer ear and travel down the ear canal to the eardrum, causing it to vibrate. Now, the middle ear behind the eardrum contains three small bones, one of which is the smallest bone in your body. These bones amplify the vibrations and send them along to the cochlea, or the inner ear, a fluid-filled structure that looks a little bit like a snail. This fluid starts to move, which in turn causes sensory receptors called hair cells to start to move. Now, depending on where they are in the cochlea, these hair cells pick up different pitches of sound. As the hair cells move, microscopic projections on the hair cells bend to open channels. Chemicals fill these channels, turning sound waves into electrical signals, which then travel up the auditory nerve to the brain. And all that happens nearly instantly and without you having to think about it. But it doesn't stop there. We don't just have to gather sound and somehow get invisible sound waves from the ear to the brain. 
Your brain then has to interpret the information it got from the ear and attach meaning to it so it makes sense and gives you information about your environment. It has to process the tiny time variation it took for sound to reach your left ear as opposed to your right and turn that into stereoscopic information, which allows you to judge the direction a sound is coming from. And if that weren't amazing enough, the ear does double duty by helping us to maintain a sense of balance. The ear is truly an awe-inspiring piece of craftsmanship. No wonder Solomon writes in Proverbs 2012, the hearing ear and the seeing eye the Lord has made them both. The intricate design of the human ear points to the handiwork of our Creator. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm David Reeves. Truly, the heavens declare the glory of God. And now let's meet my guest. Dr. Chuck Thurston of Science and Wonders is an emergency room physician with over 30 years of experience. Between medical mission trips and long night shifts in the ER, he has traveled the world documenting many of the infallible proofs that confirm the biblical record. Welcome to the program, Chuck. Thank you. Nice to be here. It's great to have you here in studio uh, to talk about the body codes. Uh, first off, tell me what that is and, and how you first discovered this. Well, it's a book in process that I've been working on since a long time, <coughs> seven years maybe. Okay. Um, it's a, it has two topics, body and code. Yeah. <laughs> a codex is a book. Okay. Uh, and in my, in my book, all my members have written one as yet there was none of them. And the code... That's Psalms. Is a, yeah. and, and Psalm 139, when I, I, I discovered a parallel between the kingdom of heaven and the throne room of God is described in Revelation chapter 4 yeah. and the human thorax uh, while I was watching an echocardiogram being done on a friend of mine, J.C. Collins, who was getting a, an, e a, an echocardiogram in the uh, a small rural hospital. It's an old machine that had a little short between the, the sound pickup and the, and the EKG on the screen and it was an old uh -huh. cathode ray old TV kind of tube. Okay. And I, I, I was, it was a darkened room. I could see the, the flashes of the EKG go across the screen. Yeah. And every time it would flash, it would be a little crackle because of the short. And then I would hear the transducer pick up each of the valves. Libib, libib, libib. I would hear it, I'd hear, and hear the valve murmur. I would hear it speak. I would hear it say words and say things like holy and whoa. And, and, and that's, that's what valves sound like. They say uh, verbal kinds of aspiration words. Huh. And like Hebrew has no vowels. <clears throat> yeah. Vowels are the aspiration words. Hebrew only has consonants. The letter of the law kills, but the spirit makes alive. That's why the New Testament is written in Greek, because you have spirit to it and you add the meaning uh. to it. So I was watching the meaning come across this EKG and I could hear the, the woes. And then after that, I could hear the labeb, labeb, the thundering of the heartbeat. Uh -huh. And I saw lightning and thundering and voices and all of a sudden Revelation 4, 5 came away alive. Yeah. And I found myself in an open vision where I was both in the room and also in the throne room of God where Revelation 4, 5 says, and there proceeded out of the throne of God lightnings, lightnings. and thunderings and voices. Wow. And there were four and 20 elders that surrounded all this and there were, there were four beasts, creatures, living creatures that, that said holy. And then the four and 20 elders would say uh, a blessing and honor and glory and power and all that. Uh, wow. And I'm watching this happen and I realize 
that this is a picture in the human thorax that I've been given access to because of ultrasonography, because of MRIs and CT scans and chest x-rays and real knowledge of the anatomy in real life. Yeah. And I'm now looking at a picture of the throne room of heaven in a human being before me in a medical lab. Okay. So the lightnings were the EKG, the thunderings were the, the lebeb, which is the Hebrew word for heart. Lebeb is, leb is hmm. heart. And the onomatopoeic Hebrew word for heart, the whole word is lebeb. Lubdub is what we say it sometimes in English. Uh -huh. and, and then the four, the, four, the four living creatures were the four valves. There's the tricuspid, the pulmonic, the aortic, and the mitral valve. Okay. So I, I, I'm all of a sudden, I see the sea of glass. I see the living creatures as the valves. Yeah. I see the four and 20 elders that are all assembled around this. Four and 20 uh, elders, what is that? Now? Two sets of 12 ribs. Two times Surrounding 12 is 24. The heart. So you have arena seating of the four and 20 elders who bow down okay. to the throne with, with the Lord in the center. And the heart is the, is, is the love of the Father God yeah. pumping the blood of Jesus. And we know that we are justified by the blood of Jesus. And we know we are justified by the faith of Jesus. So Euclid's first principle says blood and faith are equivalent. Okay. And Ephesians says that Christ may dwell in our hearts by faith. So the blood carries Christ into the heart, which is the Father God, and the love of the Father God pumps that blood in and, and, and moves it through the different courts of, the, of heaven. Because a chamber is the same as a court, and the valve is the same as a gate. So we enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. With praise. They both make noise. Okay, so we've got chambers in our hearts, mm -hmm. and we've got valves. Doors, gates, yes, chambers and chambers and, and gates, okay. and we and, and we've got courts and, uh, and courts and valves. Now, tell me about the the pathways that the blood takes. Okay, the blood. If, if we confess our, our our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's so, right. if the blood of Jesus collects our sins, the blood of our body, in the same way, collects the carbon dioxide, which is the ultimate ash. Okay. And it's going to be beauty for ashes because it's going to be exchanged for oxygen. So oxygen is exchanged for CO2. CO2 now makes the blood blue, just like all the Levitical furniture and everything in Leviticus and the blue jeans and the, the, all the blue is a symbol in the Old Testament of sin. So the blood of Jesus is made sin by our sin and he carries that sin with him up to the first gate, which is the tricuspid valve into the right atrium. Okay. And then the love of the Father God honors that blood of Jesus and, and, and lovingly pushes that into the Holy Spirit pulmonary circulation. It goes out the pulmonary artery into the lungs where the oxygen in the lungs is traded for the sin CO2 on the blood. Huh. If the blood arrives without CO2, it can't get oxygen. It's a trade. We are not given. We're forgiven. Okay. It's a trade. So we trade our ashes for beauty. For beauty. We trade our CO2 for oxygen. Yep. And oxygen, of course, is the eighth element of the periodic table. Eight is the day of the week that Jesus raised from the dead. Eight has to do with, in the Ten Commandments, with thou shalt not steal. And, and, and we're getting things back. So uh -huh. the, the blood is now glorified. That glorified blood then passes through the mitral valve. Now, the mitral valve has only two leaves. All these other valves are trinitarian. They're three-leaf valves. The, tri the tricuspid, the pulmonic, and the aortic valve have three, three leaves. Yeah. Sometimes anatomically they can vary, but for most people, they're trinitarian valves. But the one that's bicuspid looks like the top of a bishop's mitre. 
So the early yeah, anatomists right. called it the mitral valve. Mitral, okay. okay. So the okay. glorified blood comes through the mitral valve into the power chamber of the left heart, which then pumps it out the trinitarian aortic valve back <laughs> to the rest of the body. So it comes in, blessed to be allowed in, uh -huh. honored by the Father to go to the Holy Spirit in the lungs, and we have seven lobes of our lungs. Okay. And just like the menorah has seven candles and there yeah. are seven flames and there are seven lampstands, yeah. well, all anatomists in the early 16, 1700s have said that there were seven lobes. Okay. Uh, we have five surgical units we take out, but that's shop talk. There still really are seven individ individual uh, uh, lobes of the lungs. Interesting. Okay. So those are the seven spirits that are around the throne of God. It says in Revelation uh, uh, 4, 5. Okay. So the seven spirits of God are the air-containing sacs that exchange carbon dioxide, sin, ashes, for beauty oxygen. That oxygenated blood then comes through the mitral valve into the, uh, into the power, power chamber, chamber. And it's powered by the love. So the power of the love of the Father pumps the hope of the Holy Spirit dissolved in the faith of Jesus out the aorta and down <laughs> into the rest of the peripheral circulation and up into the head. Wow. When that blood gets to, the, gets to its, its, its source, it drives out, it displaces, it, 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 it uh, trades for the sin. You cannot suck addiction, you cannot suck alcoholism, you cannot suck bad habits, you cannot suck sin out of a person. Uh -huh. They have to deliver it and it has to be exchanged for something. Make nature abhors a vacuum. And so you're so, saying forgiven. So, you, so the forgiveness is that the Father provides you the, the beauty of the oxygen that had been exchanged for your ash uh -huh. the to displace the sin and drive it back up onto the cells where it is then carried to the heart. Now. <laughs> In, in Psalm 138, he says, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thee for thy loving kindness. I looked up this praise and worship verses in the Bible, and I wanted to find all the places in the Bible where praise and worship are used in the same, in the same, in the same sentence. Yeah. And, and I couldn't find any except that one psalm. And it says, I will worship toward thy holy temple uh -huh. and praise thee for thy loving kindness. So it's really not praise and worship, it's worship and praise. Uh -huh. So you, you worship toward the holy temple. Now what's going toward the heart? The veins, the yeah. CO2 laden sin, taking your, your, your sacrifice lamb on your shoulder, going up through the tribe of Judah, which means praise, to the tabernacle to offer your lamb, which is a picture of Jesus being offered on the cross. So, that, so Jesus' blood is then made sin for us, it's blue, yeah. and, and it takes that into the lungs and exchanges it for, for glory. So you worship toward thy holy temple, that's uh -huh. the veins going north, and you praise him for his loving kindness in the gifts that come down from the artery in the form of the oxygen and other dissolved substances that we need. It's just fascinating. That's, okay, so again, all of this came about as a result of watching an EKG. Well, an, an echocardiogram. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, an echocardiogram. Right. Hi, I'm David Reeves, host of Wonders Without Number. Like what you're seeing? You can find so much more on the Creation Superstore. You'll find over a thousand books, DVDs, and other quality resources on origin science, creation, and Bible history. Whether you're looking for nature documentaries, educational books, homeschool resources, or children's videos, we've got it all, so be sure to head over and check it out. Use this special promo code to receive 10% off your first order. So. The life of the flesh is in the blood, it says in Leviticus. That's right. 17.11. And I have given it to you upon the altar as an atonement for your souls. The altar of your, in, your, in, in the thorax, the altar in the, in, in, the, in the throne room of the throne is the heart. Okay. 
and the heart itself is served by coronary arteries. Yeah. Now they're called coronary arteries because they look like a crown. And this array of arteries that serve the heart, whenever the aortic valve closes, there's back pressure that comes out these little smaller arteries that go in and serve just the muscle of the heart off the aorta. And it's like a crown that surrounds the And they look the like heart. a crown of thorns. They're very sharp and, and oh. jagged and they look like briars. And that makes your heart a throne with a king on it. Okay. And the crown is on, is, is, is you make Jesus the king of your life. You make him the boss, not you the boss. And you surrender your crown on this bloodstained ground, as Bob Dylan said. Mm -hmm. Surrender yourself to his rule. Okay. A lot of people have Jesus as their Savior, but not their Lord. Yes. If he's yeah. your Lord and Savior, things go better than if he's just your Savior. I got you. So if you let him take over. Right. We do what Adam didn't do. We say, I don't know. I don't know which to pick. You pick. And then you let him decide yeah. what your appetites are. Yeah. So you let him displace the bad appetite CO2 uh -huh. with his blood, oxygen dissolved, hope of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. And so we... We, we can saturate ourselves in the oxygen of the Holy Spirit and displace our evil temperament that we inherited from Adam. I love how you say that. So we're a lot better off, you said, if we allow Jesus to be our Lord and Savior. Right, in that order. In that order. Okay, now you've called the heart the seat of the will and emotions. Yeah, it's the seat of the will, mind, and emotions, all three. Okay, uh, And what does that mean? Well, guard your heart, for out of it proceed the issues of life. Yeah. Whatever, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Hmm. In the beginning is the word. The first thing that happens is the word, and the first before word is there's thought. And the thought comes from your heart, what you desire, what your yen is. And you will do what you want to do. And, you, and the objective in medicine is to get people to want to do what will make them better. Uh -huh. The doctors who are constantly beating people over the head about their smoking and their drinking and stuff are not displacing it. They're just highlighting it and fostering it and featuring it and, 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 and amplifying it. You have to have something to replace it with. But the love of Jesus comes in <laughs> and you have that instead of the smoking. You have yes. that instead of the alcoholism. Wow. That makes so, so much displaced. sense. Okay. So surrendering it to him, surrender your crown. And let him, and let him glorify it. And so he takes it to the real throne room. Yes. And you surrender, you lay your crowns down. Huh. And, you, and, you, and you get his crown. You get a big crown, a real crown. You get, the, you get to be a child of the king. You get to be a, 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 a citizen of the kingdom of heaven and not of earth. And as, and as long as you're a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, you can't be trapped, imprisoned, suppressed, repressed, yeah. oppressed, bothered by this world because you're not of this world. When you become a Christian and the Spirit of God dwells in you, you are no longer a citizen of earth. You are now a legitimate citizen of heaven and you are a subject of the king. You're not just a citizen. You're not just a voter. You are, you, and the most stable form of government ever invented was a benevolent despotism. That's a good king. The problem with that is that it doesn't say that way very often. I think <laughs> well, Winston Churchill said that. Uh, uh, well, and that's, uh, there's none righteous, no, not one, right? Except uh, All have Jesus. sinned, except for Jesus. Right. And so, so who are you putting on your throne? Right, and you have a choice to decide who sits on your throne. All right, when you talk about the heart as the, as the throne room, and you mention several different references throughout the scripture that refer to the heart and not the, um, not the brain. Right. Is there any medical 
anything to back that up, that the heart actually has a lot of influence? Over well, the, the heart is a neuromuscle, okay. and, it, and it's, a, it's, a, it's, a re, it's a determiner, it's an administrator. Okay. The brain is, a, is an accountant. Oh, I got the you. Brain the brain is, is the, doing the, all of these calculations. The brain is the CFO, but the heart's the CEO. Interesting. Okay. So when the blood goes from the heart to the lungs, it goes out the blue pulmonary artery. Anything going away from the heart is called an artery. Okay. Even though it has dissolved CO2 in it and it's full of sin, yeah. this condemned sin and sinful blood goes out on the pulmonary tree that pulmonary or artery tree. Artery. It gets exchanged in the alveoli in the small sacs of the lung, which are the ones that fill up with blood in COVID. Okay. And then that's, that's the problem. When, when the, the blood won't clot, it yeah. will then fill up those chambers that should be full of glory and oxygen and the Holy Spirit, and it fills them up with just blood. And wow. that, that, so you can't just have faith, 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 faith. You have to have the Holy Spirit. Yes. So lots of churches are all faith, 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 but they're not involving. They treat the Holy Spirit like a drunken uncle in the back closet. You have to hide them. <laughs> you can't be doing all that stuff. So uh, the, that condemned blood on the, the vascular tree of the pulmonary artery is then exchanged and sent back on what's called the pulmonary vein. And it's got oxygenated, bright red blood that comes back to the heart on the pulmonary vein. So veins or anything going towards Toward the heart. The heart. Okay. And arteries or anything going away from the heart. Okay. So in, in the lungs, it's backwards because you've got condemned blood going out in the artery on one pulmonary tree, right. pulmonary arterial tree. Then you have the returning venous uh, oxygenated blood uh, vascular tree. And then there's another tree in the middle of those two trees. Fascinating. So the whole thing is almost like a pattern, a picture of the throne room of God, you're saying. Right. And today, we can do revascularization techniques for heart attacks. Yeah. You have a blood clot that blocks off an artery. Mm -hmm. Well, then the life of the flesh is not in the blood. It's been clotted off. And you can't make atonement on the altar because it can't serve the heart yeah. in, those, in those muscles, in the, in the myocardium. And we can put in either a new artery by bypass or we can dissolve the clot that's blocking the artery, take the sin way out of the way, and restore the blood flow to the heart or to the brain or to the kidneys or to the lungs, whatever it takes to the, to the limb, when you can restore the blood flow, you are following a simple uh, medical biblical guideline that's been in the Bible since Leviticus 1711, uh, 1500 years before, uh, before, before Christ. What about the, the pain, the suffering, the death, the heart disease, uh, all of these things that we see that we battle with today? How do you explain those if we have a good God? Adam, he made a mistake. He okay. sided with the enemy and he, he had been warned. There was a big warning sign. God said, in the day that thou eatest thereof, in that day thou shalt surely die. Yeah. So we're, we, we stepped out of the womb, stone cold dead. Hmm. Okay, that's another Bob Dylan line. I love that. <laughs> All right, but that's in a, it's in a, in a song called Saved. Hmm. So we're saved by the blood of the lamb, but we stepped, we stepped out into this world already dead, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. That means we're already dead once and we're gonna have another death coming. And Jesus said, let the dead bury their dead. That's we right. are living in a dead and dying world. And it's completely saturated with pathologic bacteria, venomous snakes, uh, briars, weeds, toxins, yeah. Yeah. gases that kill us, volcanoes that destroy things. That's the world after the flood. That's the world after the fall. It's not God's fault. He promised us that he, if we let him handle it, it would be fine. But when we sided with the enemy and he wanted to take us with it, he became like Antifa. He became like the, like, like the, the, the rioters. He took over and we sided with him. Huh. 
So we, all we have to do is just surrender our crown. Don't surrender to the uh, machinations of, uh, of a being who is a, who is a created being. He, he's, a, he's a creature, right. and he thinks he can overpower God, but he can't. And he walks he about know it. seeking whom he may devour. Steal, kill, and destroy. That's what he does. So that's where those things come from. They don't come from uh, good people doing bad things, bad people doing good things. It's a consequence of the curse. Okay. And, and uh, joy to the world, the Lord has come. You know, far as the curse is found. Yes. Isaac Watts wrote in that song, in, yes. in Joy to the World. Far as the curse is found. So wherever the curse is, the coming of Jesus, at, 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 we celebrate at Christmas. And the, the atonement that we celebrate with the resurrection and, and, and crucifixion at Easter, gives us the freedom to be not subject to the curse as much in this life, but it's still, everybody eventually dies. All the apostles and the, all the historical figures we know of except Jesus, we know died of something. But our job is to stay alive. My job at First and Second Medical Opinions and at Dr. Chuck's Pretty Good Medical School mm -hmm. and at Science and Wonders is to keep people alive and around long enough to do their assignment. That is fascinating. Thank you, for, thank you for sharing this with us. Thanks. As we have seen, good science confirms the existence of the Creator and it confirms the fact that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Throne rooms walking. Human beings are far more than complex machines. Mankind was created in the image of God, fully developed in the beginning with the ability to know right from wrong. And as we know from Scripture, Adam and Eve, they made wrong choices. They chose to decide for themselves what was right and what was wrong. Because of that, sin entered into the world along with the penalty of death. But by the grace of God, we can be saved from that penalty. Jesus Christ, the Creator Himself, came to earth and paid that penalty, and He offers eternal life for those who call on Him. Through His amazing grace, you can be a part of His family today. If you would like to be eternally His, call upon His name. He will change your life forever. I'm David Reeves, and until next time, keep looking up. Truly, the heavens declare the glory of God. Hello, I'm David Reeves, host of the TV show Creation in the 21st Century on TVN and the Heavens Declare video series. Each week we talk about breaking discoveries in science which reveal that our Creator, the God of the Bible, has left a pattern of His fingerprints throughout the universe. Engage with other like-minded believers through the Creation Club. This website offers thousands of articles written by scores of authors in multiple languages. Sign up to get our free monthly magazine delivered to your door. Want more? Genesis Science Network is our free 24-7 TV network, reaching millions of people around the world on internet, Roku, Fire TV, and mobile devices. Shop over a thousand books and videos on the Creation Superstore, the world's largest origins-related store. Visit our Wonders of Creation Center and sign up for email updates to have encouraging articles sent straight to your inbox. Like us on Facebook for daily inspiration and education regarding science and the Bible.